Happy Wednesday, Mama. Welcome back to Mama's Mission. Can you relate to this, Mama, that maybe, just maybe, sometimes the words that you speak of your husband and your children aren't life-giving and maybe aren't the words that the Lord wants you to be speaking over them? Well, I can totally attest to this. Recently, we've been going through it, or I've been going through it, and I knew I had to get Kimberly Muta on the podcast to help me out. Kimberly has a powerful testimony where she shares about the journey that the Lord took her through to change her mindset and ultimately change the words that she spoke of her husband and her children, and then what came from this. There was a lot of fruit, Mama. So if you're thinking, yes, I can totally relate to this and I do need to change my mindset and my words, you're in the right place. This episode is jam-packed full of tips on how to actually do just that. It's not as hard as we might think, but on the flip side, maybe a little bit hard because I don't know about you, but I feel like we've been conditioned to speak a certain way and maybe we shouldn't be doing that. So I pray that this episode challenges you just a teensy bit and encourages you to be mindful of the words that you're speaking over your children. Hey mama, welcome to Mama's Mission. Do you want to point your kids to Jesus and help them develop an authentic faith of their own? But you're not too sure on how to do that and how to do it consistently. Hey, I'm Deb. I can so relate to feeling overwhelmed with the concept of discipling my littles. I felt like I wasn't equipped for the task and when I tried to show my kids Jesus, I would start with passion and fizzle quickly. I was puzzled as to how I could do this naturally, easily and regularly until I found rhythms and habits. In this podcast, you'll discover how to point your kids to Jesus using simple habits, rhythms and routines. Consistency will become your middle name and you will learn that this discipleship thing isn't as tricky as you thought. Mama, let me help you to live out your greatest mission, which is to show your kids Jesus. So grab a coffee, or maybe two, kick back and get ready to launch into your mission. Kimberly, thank you so much for joining us here at Mama's Mission. It is going to be so awesome to hear what you have to share with us today. I heard you on a, a podcast of a friend of mine and I thought, wow, what she has to share is gold and I have to get you on the podcast. So to kick us off, can you tell us a little bit about you and your family? Yeah, well, thanks for having me on this show, Deb. I am thrilled to be here. Uh, I'm Kimberly Mutar, and I've been married to my husband, Andrew, for 20 years. We live in Ontario, Canada. I'm a homeschool mom to three. And I just love homeschooling my kids. I am a hockey mom, so my son plays hockey. He's eight. And then my girls are ballerinas, so they are learning to dance on their point shoes. So <laughs> I love having my coffee at the hockey arena and then... Uh, watching them dance uh, at ballet. And I love anything chocolate. <laughs> oh, I'm, Yeah, I'm a tutor and I am the creator of Speak Life badges. They are sticker award badges for kids. So more than just the great job, way to go sticker awards, but uh, they have an I am identity statement for kids so they say like, I am brave, I overcame fear, I am smart, I can do math, I keep trying, I use my energy to do amazing work, things like that. And uh, teachers, parents, uh, tutors, grandparents, they use them to speak life 
to their children and break any lies that their children are believing. So it's all about who our children are and who they are growing to become. So that's what Speak Life Badges helps parents and teachers do. And then I have a podcast called The Renewed Mama, and I help moms think, speak, and respond renewed. Wow, that is amazing. (laughs) I love the heart behind what you do because words are so important, and we're going to touch on that shortly. But I am so excited to hear what you have to share. Are you able to tell us one word to describe your mamahood? Mm, that's a fun question. One word that describes my mamahood. I would say it's teachable. I just keep learning and growing and staying teachable. I keep asking God, what is it that my child or in my tutoring that my student needs right here, right now in this situation? What do they need to hear? What should I say that is something that would resonate with them and not just something I want to tell them. And uh, God helps us, I believe as, as moms, God helps us to know what our children need in the moment. And I would encourage your listeners, your mamas, to just ask God, what can I do right now for my child in this situation, in this meltdown, <laughs> in this potty training? What do they need? What should I say? How can I help them? He will speak to you. That's awesome. I actually have asked a few guests this question and I don't think I've ever had the answer teachable. And Mm. I don't know if that's just because you have the teaching background because I myself feel the same thing. We need to be so teachable. I don't think it matters how young the person is. We can still learn from our students, our children. I'm even learning from my one-year-old. So It doesn't matter. We always need to be teachable. And that is really encouraging to ask the Lord, what are you showing me in this? How should I respond? Because basically that's how we should be doing life, reliant Mm -hmm. on him with him. So that's really cool. Yeah, exactly. There, um, I'm going to share a little bit uh, later our story, my husband and I's story, but there was, we really struggled with our parenting and I would, am thankful that we got parent coaching and mentoring early on, like when my daughter was just three, because we really needed the help. So we, that also encouraged us to be super teachable and to follow the directions of our coach. And that's how we saw the change in our lives instead of being like, no, I know better. Cause obviously we didn't, we <laughs> didn't <laughs> like the life that we had. Right. So yeah, just staying teachable, I would encourage your listeners to stay teachable. That's really awesome. What's one thing you want mamas to really grasp, like other than being teachable? (laughs) Mm -hmm, Yes. (laughs) I would say speak what God says about your children. So maybe right now you or your listeners are seeing the temper tantrums, the not sharing, the meltdowns. Maybe you're dealing with lying or potty training isn't going as quickly as you'd hoped. (laughs) Maybe your kids aren't cleaning up after themselves or you're dealing with the attitudes like, oh, come on, mom, do I have to? That's not who your child is. They're still learning and growing. So speak out what God says about them 
He knows that they can share. He already sees them potty trained. He knows that they can clean up after themselves. <laughs> so speak that out. We are the product of the words spoken over us. So you believe what you believe and you do what you do because of the words spoken over you. And if we're speaking out the negative, which was my story, my journey, like, why do you share? I told you a hundred times to clean up these Legos and it's still not done yet. Or you're always throwing the temper tantrum when you don't get what you want. I don't have time for this. If we're always speaking out those negative words or the no or the stop it, it activates in our children, even as adults, a fight, flight, or freeze response. And then, of course, our children are going to respond with the anger or the tears or the meltdowns, or they're going to shut down altogether. But when a child hears positive words, their prefrontal cortex or the area of their brain that's responsible for resilience and curiosity and open-mindedness and problem solving and morality is ignited, that's opened up. So I just encourage your listeners to speak what God says about them. That is really encouraging and on the flip side, also very convicting because mm -hmm. we may be speaking to the listeners and I hope we are, but you are definitely speaking to me because after I heard the episode that I referred to earlier that you were in, it really challenged me because our words are so powerful. And I started thinking, that's what I am speaking over my children. The, why can't you do this? Don't you understand mm -hmm. that? And I think that's how we're programmed. Or maybe it was just me. I don't know. Just picking out what they're doing wrong. And you would think my daughter is seven. After seven years of her not changing that behavior, perhaps I might learn and go, maybe the way I'm communicating needs to change, but it didn't. <laughs> so I hope that what we what you have to share with us, like already that is awesome. I would love it if you could touch on, it's great to hear, okay, we need to speak these words that God says over our children. How do you get those words? So mm, right. are they, obviously we can go to the word. Would you also be going to the Lord to say, what do you have to say about my children? And then I'm going to speak those words. How would you go about it? Yes, yes. All of that. And usually what we are speaking. So if you are saying, oh, um, you're lazy or um, like you're shy God's word is usually the opposite. If it's negative, if it's critical, if it's judgmental, of course, God's word is opposite. So if you're seeing shyness in your child, no, you would say, okay, she is learning how to make new friends, or she's learning to be more confident. If your child's lazy, maybe he's not picking up the Legos or listening the first time that you ask. You, you don't say, oh, he's just so lazy. You know when we talk to our husbands? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. No, stop those words and say he is growing in diligence. And together we're learning what motivates him, right? If your child's really struggling in math, you say, no, no, he's, he's you know, he just can't get this math. I hear so many times with my tutoring parents, they say, oh, he just can't do math, but I, I couldn't do math either, right? Yeah. You say, no, 
take those words out because that's the negative. And you say, he is smart. You're speaking out what God says about him, right? God designed him to understand. Each time we practice math, he's just getting it a little bit better. He's grasping it a little bit more. He'll get it. I know it. And that's what you speak out to your son or your daughter, right? I yeah. believe in you too. Listen, the first time that I ask, I'm counting on you. Mommy just loves your help. You're such a good helper. The next time that I ask you to help me pick up these toys, I know that you'll do it right away. Let's do it together now, right? That's really cool because I was going to ask, yes, that's so true that we need to speak others positively about our children, but also how would you do it to your children? So you just gave examples then, which it sounds so easy, doesn't it? But when you put it into <laughs> practice, I can, yeah, I already know I'm going to get my daughter looking at me like I'm growing a second head because <laughs> that That's is not. Okay. <laughs> it's the, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it's going to be good. It, I can totally see me getting some questioning looks and even from other parents as well. It's not the norm, is it? But that's okay because God's way is not our way. Yeah, that's right. And and let's face it, God's way isn't necessarily the norm in terms of what the world tells no. you to do, right? Mm -hmm. The world is negative. It is critical. It is putting you down, right? It is calling out the person who is lazy. Actually, it's, it's uh, you know, feeding into encouraging someone to be lazy, but Anyway, it's okay for your daughter to give you those weird looks because you can just say to her, you know what, I'm learning just how important my words are. And I'm coming to realize that I haven't always used my words to bless you or to encourage you. A lot of times it's out of, I speak out of my own frustration or my annoyance. And I really want to change that. And so I just want to, I want to speak these words of life over you. I just love you and I, I want to encourage you with my words. And I think that would work really well for the likes of my daughter because if you did say something like that to her and then revert back to old habits, which is what mm -hmm. we can be prone to do, yeah. she would be the first one to hold me accountable and say, hang on a minute, weren't you supposed to be minding your words and making sure they speak life so I can totally see that working really well. Mm -hmm. And you said your daughter's seven, right? Yeah. So you can, you can speak to that from the get-go. You can say, I want you to help me. Would you be willing to help me to choose better words? Because that's what we did with my kids. I mean, I was on this journey when my daughter was three, right? Looking at my life and saying, I don't like how my life is going. But um, as they grew, even when they were little, they were three or four. I would say, I'm so sorry. Will you forgive me? Who knows if they fully understood what I was saying, but I'd say, please forgive me. I spoke to you in frustration. Would you help mommy to choose good words? I love you so much. I want to speak life to you. And that's just been the conversation that we've had, you know, now she's 13, almost 14. And we, I say, I give you, I give you the freedom to say, Hey, mommy, would you like to try that again? Yeah. <laughs> and they do. And I say, thank you. Yes. You're right. I I was not thinking first and I 
I was just giving into the overwhelm I was feeling. I didn't mean to take it out on you. That's awesome. You touched on earlier your testimony, your and your husband's testimony about words. Would you be able to share that with the listeners and I? Yes, sure. Well, rewind with me 10 years ago, over 10 years ago, uh, my husband and I were struggling in our marriage, mostly in our communication, but you know, finances are in there, parenting, all of that. And I was frustrated, Deb, like every day frustrated. I felt like one moment I was the happy mom, really encouraging, fun to be around. And then the next moment I was stressed and shouting (laughs) and (laughs) frustrated and annoyed. And, you know, when you say something, especially to your child, but it can be to your husband too, and you just see like their countenance fall and you know that you've crushed them, you've said something. And sometimes I was okay with that. When I would see like my daughter shut down, I was okay with it because I was so angry and I was frustrated and I wanted to say what I wanted to say, right? Yeah. (laughs) And then other times it broke my heart and I was like, what am I doing to her? But I didn't know how to fix it. I just felt like everything in my life was failing. I was failing. Um, everything I was trying wasn't working, even though I was trying so hard and, um, I had created this facade. We, Andrew and I created this facade that our life was perfect. Everything was great. We were like this picture perfect couple on the outside, but we were really falling apart on the inside. So I didn't even know who to go to, to talk to. And, um, I knew I didn't want to keep hurting those that I love the most with my words and my negativity and my criticism. So I just said, God, what's the deal here? What am I doing wrong in my life? I don't like who I am as a mom and as a wife. And he reminded me of Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Mm. And Matthew 12, 34 says the mouth speaks out what fills the heart. And I said, oh, what's in my heart is rotten. It's obvious because my thoughts and my words is what's coming out of my mouth as a default. There's no filter. I'm just speaking it out. So I got super intentional about what I was thinking and what I was saying again and again, like a broken record. And with each thought, I said, is this the truth? God, what do you say about this? Is it a lie? Like, could this be a lie that I'm believing? It doesn't feel like a lie because it feel it's reality here right now. But is it true? What do you say, God? And I would journal. I would write down the lie. And then I would write down what I felt God say was the truth. And I would go to the scripture I didn't always have the chance to journal. I'd be washing dishes and I'd be feeling this way and, you know, complaining in my mind. And I'd say, wait, stop. What is the truth here? What does God say? Is this a lie I'm believing? And then I just kept renewing my mind or repeating those truths that that God revealed to me. And yeah, I just kept renewing my mind to that. What we think and what we say is more important than what we do. I came to learn that we think, 50,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. I don't know who counted them, but (laughs) 80% 80 of those are negative and 95% of those are repeated from yesterday. 
And so God just helped me realize how important our thoughts and the words that we say again and again are. I love the practical tip that you gave there on how you changed or how you renewed your mind. And I can imagine that this wasn't a one and done thing. Unfortunately, (laughs) (laughs) this would have been such a journey. Can Obviously, I can tell already how it would have changed things. But could you give some more detail on how this impacted on your mamahood? So how it showed up in my marriage and in my parenting. Yes. So as I said, with my kids, I would stop when I saw that frustration or I felt it rise up inside of me, or I would say, what is triggering this? Is it that I'm stepping on the Lego? Is it that I asked for something to be cleaned up and it wasn't? Or is it that this, as I used before, the potty training is taking so long and why aren't they getting it? That sort of thing. I would just stop And I would say, okay, God, what is it here? What's going on here? If it was a temper tantrum, I would stop and say, what is it that they really need here? What are they trying to tell me? Yeah. So I would be, I would stop and I would ask those questions to God. And many times my kids would look at me and they'd say, mommy, there'd be this quiet moment. (laughs) And they'd say, mommy, why are you looking at me like that? And I was (laughs) like, I'm just asking God what I should say to you right now or how I can help you in this moment. So that's how it slowly began to change in my parenting. And then slowly as I renewed my mind, I became more gracious and more patient. It also gave me the opportunity opportunity to think ahead as to what could trigger or if we say we were going out and about and we were running errands and then everybody got hungry and everybody got thirsty it just helped me say okay what can I do different next time let me pack the snacks and let me pack the water so that I limit the temper tantrums because I've met the need the physical need right yeah. So it just helped me helped me in all of those areas. And then with my husband, we were already working on our communication. So it just helped me to stop and say, okay, wait a second. What is the truth here? Maybe I just haven't asked for his help. I'm expecting it. And he doesn't see the need. So let me just ask him. It's okay to ask him. You know what I mean? So it just helped me be more patient and more gracious and more at peace. What an awesome way to disciple your children intentionally because the whole thing with discipleship is walking and talking out Jesus. And what a perfect way. Okay, yes, your children look at you like, what is wrong with you? You're going silent. You're looking at me weirdly. But your response is, I'm just talking to God, seeing how I should respond. And that is such a powerful way to disciple your children, to point them to Jesus and just show them he is part of your every day. He is helping you in your interactions with them and all things. I think that is so exciting and encouraging for your kids to see. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm right. going to take that like, yes, okay, we'll get some weird looks, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they will come to, to honor you for that. And it also 
makes it a teachable moment when they are having, uh, you know, a confrontation with a sibling. We really dealt with strife and uh, not sending our children to the uh, bedroom to cool down. We, we dealt with it right there. We, because we didn't want strife to be in our house and we'd say, okay, okay. And sometimes it was a hug that calmed them down and made it a teachable moment, right? Because there's tears and everybody's upset or wanting to shout, right? But we would just say, we would just say, wait, wait, what am, right here, right now, this strife doesn't belong in our house. When they were really little, Deb, we actually threw strife out. Like we went to the door or the window and we opened it up and we threw it out. And we said, joy and peace and fun and honor belong here. We just use biblical words like self-control, honor. And we threw that out and we said, we're going to choose joy. And then we would say, how did you dishonor your brother? How did you dishonor your sister? I didn't want that sibling always at each other. And that's yeah. how we did it. And then we'd say, we'd say, um, we, we use our words to honor and to bless each other. So how can we say that in a way that's honoring, right? How can you share that toy? And, and it's all, it's all the discipleship as your whole podcast, your whole mission is right. Just taking those teachable moments and yeah, again is, and again. That's powerful. When you said that you kind of open the door or the window and kick it out, it reminded me of the movie War Room. Because that's what mm. she did with the devil, you know, get out. You're not welcome right. here. This is not for you. This place is not for you. And slam the door. And I love that, especially uh, with kids. That's really powerful. Right. And you have to teach them what to replace it with. Yeah, right? exactly. Which is the, yeah, the honor and the joy and the peace, because that's what is here in our home. Yeah, I really love that. So what's a word of encouragement you could give to the mama who wants to change their narrative? So e.g., you know, we're speaking these, they are lies, but we're speaking these words over our children. How could she change that? Right. I would just encourage her to be super intentional, just paying attention as to what you're thinking and speaking again and again, and then saying, stop okay, wait a second, what does God say? Uh, is this true? Is this a lie? And what is God's perspective on this? And then just keep renewing your mind to that. I would use I am statements. So I am patient or I am teachable. I would say that you yeah. know, I am willing to push through this potty training, right? Or I, I'm willing to discover what is going on behind this temper tantrum. And then um, there, there is peace in our home. I'm a good mom. Yeah. And, and then so just cool. renew your mind to those, those I am statements. That's awesome. Kimberly, I have been so blessed from our conversation and I know that I have a lot of work in front of me, but it's good. This is this is what it is. This is what it is to journey with the Lord. It's He's refining us. You know, we we're to be refined to be more Christ-like. We're never really going to reach the goal until we come to heaven. But nevertheless, it's a journey, and it's exciting to be on. 
So could you share with the listeners, because I know that if you've encouraged me this way, I know you've encouraged my listeners. Can you share with the <laughs> listeners where they can find out a bit more about you? Yes, yes. Well, Deb, I just want to encourage you and your listeners uh, first that celebrate the small wins, because you were right when you said that we've been like conditioned to speak negative and we we've just grown up with it it's like a default response uh, many times to be negative or critical and when you just do that little two degree turn every moment or you know maybe you evaluate at the end of the day you curl up into bed and you say how did I do with my words or my thoughts and what can I do differently tomorrow what could I even you think through what could I say to my child when they're struggling with math or whatever it is, right? Um, that you celebrate those small wins because this journey has been, like I said, over a 10 year journey. And I am still every day renewing my mind to, uh, to kicking out the lies and replacing them with truth. If I don't like what I'm seeing like as fruit in my life, I say, okay, wait, let me go back to what I'm thinking and what I'm saying, because I'm living out the reality of what I have spoken and said years before, right? Yeah. So we're walking in that today. So just uh, don't be hard on yourself. Just keep, uh, it is a journey and it's a fun journey. And you say, hey, hey, I did good. I responded right there <laughs> and then go with some chocolate or something like yeah. that, right? <laughs> and even with your children, you say, hey, you know what? I could have just really complained there because there's like so many dishes in the sink. And you say, but I chose to be thankful. I said, you can say to your daughter, I, I'm thankful for all of these dishes and the good food we got to eat on them. And then you celebrate that win. And those small wins then become, they break down the default responses that you've had before and you become renewed. So I just encourage you in that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, after your listeners are done listening to your latest podcast episode, they can, I encourage them to listen to the Renewed Podcast, <laughs> the Renewed Mamas podcast, and they can find uh, the Renewed Mama on the same place they're listening to your podcast and on YouTube and Rumble. They're welcome to, if they need coaching or a mentor, like I needed it desperately, they're welcome to visit RenewedMamaCoaching.com. I'm happy to join that journey with them of Speaking Life and also um, Speak Life Badges. They can find those sticker awards at SpeakLifeBadges.com. Thank you so much, Kimberly. I will put all of your links in the description for our listeners to make it very easy to find you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to Mama's Mission. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks, guys. Hey, Mama. I can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said. It lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.